Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I didn't want this issue to fall under the radar because we've got a lot of news going on, and I think it's important because the Trudeau government has uh, declared intimate partner violence an epidemic, and this is in response to a coroner's, coroner's uh, inquest that was looking into the murders of three women killed by their ex way back in 2015. Yeah, eight years later. <laughs> their names, Carol Culleton and Natalie Warmerden and Anastasia Kujic. And these women were killed in their home during a shooting rampage across the Ottawa Valley. And like so many other women, uh, the warning signs were all there and missed. The killer, the ex-boyfriend, had a long history of violence against these women. Well-known to police, deemed high risk, had weapons, gaps in the system, of course, because he'd skip bail. Uh, but the system eventually, you know, like it does, let him free. And so at this inquest, 86 recommendations were made, and they were made mostly to the province, you know, asking, close these gaps in the system. And the province didn't take part in the inquest and is refusing to call it an epic epidemic, which is one of the recommendations. But the feds do say that uh, they will create a new offense, including calls to criminalize and review the current offense of criminal harassment and coercive control, which, uh, you know, sees the victim isolated, humiliated, uh, or exploited, maybe dominated. You know, they can prey on their emotions, uh, their, their verbal, their, their financial abuse, those kinds of things. So um, I'm going to speak with someone who had their hand and certainly has done a lot of work in this area. Kirsten Mercer is a lawyer who represented the group End Violence Against Women. She joins us now. Kirsten, thanks so much for, uh, for joining me. Oh, thanks for um, for having me, Alex, and for um, shining the spotlight on this important work. Yeah, it's eight years. Eight years to get an inquest and to get some recommendations. And I think to myself, how many domestic violence incidents, which have now been renamed, but how many have we promised change, promised change, promised change? And here we are in 2023, and we're getting a little bit of change, but it just takes a very long time. And so take me through a little bit, um, because we'll get to the province versus the feds uh, a little bit. So... For me, it's all about action. And so I'm, you know, to adopt the word, um, you know, epidemic is one thing, but I want to see action. And so, you know, the province is, a little, is in a little bit of hot water because they're not accepting this as, as an epidemic. The feds are. Why isn't the province getting involved in this? Well, I think um, the provincial response to these inquest recommendations, and in particular this recommendation one, which was where the jury asked the province to declare intimate partner violence an epidemic was, I, I'm going to say it was a bit legalistic. It sort of said, well, you know, that's actually about diseases. This isn't a disease. And I think, you know, on that, uh, I think they've missed the mark. I think it is broadly accepted in this country and around the world to talk about gender-based violence and intimate partner violence in particular in public health terms, because we think that's exactly what it is. We believe that uh, we have to diagnose um, intimate partner violence and gender-based violence as 
a public health emergency in order to deploy that kind of cross society approach um, to tackling it and dismantling it and ultimately to eradicating it. Yeah, that would be nice. And, and hopefully in my lifetime, certainly. Yeah. Um, it's not that the province isn't doing anything. They've actually done some good things, you know, with trafficking and, and other issues. But let me let me get through because there are a lot of things that we aren't doing that we should have been doing a long time ago. But the federal government says it will, you know, um, look at rec- recommendations not only to add femicide, which is a specific uh, gender related killing. So they're going to make a category, I guess, in the criminal code for that as a specific offense. But they also want to dig into, you know, the issue of criminal harassment and, and these control, um, you know, issues. That's not a, a, a that's not everything that needs to be done. But do you see that as as a, a good, solid first step? Yeah, I think uh, my client um, who who represents um, organizations in Renfrew County who work on issues around gender based violence um, sees the federal response as a positive one. Um, the the recommendations that were directed to Canada were focused on the criminal code. And so, because obviously that's a matter of federal jurisdiction. And um, there are a few particular areas that were identified, as you said, the criminalization of coercive control, which the government's response indicates they are very strongly considering. Obviously that has, that, that doesn't happen in a letter that happens through an amendment that goes through parliament, but it does look from their response like that's something that they're interested in considering. Um, as well as you noted, the changes around um, criminal harassment. And there are some other criminal code recommendations that are also included, as you mentioned, um, the criminalization of femicide. And on that one, the government has had a bit of a different response. It's with regard to criminalizing harassment. What they've said is, you know, our criminal code already has a tool where um, a crime is motivated by uh, hate or, um, you know, discrimination factors. And so maybe what we need to do instead of creating a new criminal code provision is to do a better job of using the, co- the tools that we do have um, mm-hmm. to target femicide, to name it when it's happening, to describe it in those terms, and then to apply those sentencing tools that we have um, uh, to, to address femicide when it happens. So that's quite different from their response to the other the other things that I mentioned, where it looks like they're saying, you know, this is something that we're looking at doing and we want to be in dialogue with um, the participants in the inquest, as well as experts and survivors more broadly to talk about how we can do this in a way that um, avoids the harms that we know sometimes arise when we use the criminal code. Yeah, I mean, and I hear talk and and stakeholders and all that stuff, and I get nervous because we hear a lot of talk. We don't get a lot of action, and that's why, you know, in 2023, we still have to talk about this because we're only talking about uh, those that we know of. I mean, we don't collect good data at all in this country, and a lot of those who are uh, subjected to this kind of violence don't report it because they're terrified. Um, But the big thing, and certainly we do need to um, crack down on, on, on this and and. And but a big part of this, as you well know, Kirsten, is making sure that the supports exist. You know, like for someone to escape that, the most dangerous time is escaping. Um, but we don't have nearly the facilities 
across this country or across, you know, the province of Ontario for someone to go, certainly women, they've got kids. We don't have enough of that. There's not enough protections in place. Um, and, and the system with these gaps where these, you know, the, the, you know, the suspects are going in and out and in and out and they're not being kept knowing full well that they're violent and dangerous. Um, until we get those things addressed, we're still going to see this happening. And we've seen atrocious numbers in the last couple of years of this kind of crime. Yeah, Alex, I think you're absolutely right in, um, you know, situating this federal response, which is pretty focused on the criminal law because that's their jurisdiction within the context of what needs to be a much more broad and comprehensive response. So, um, you know, as you said, identifying ways that we can prevent this kind of violence from taking place, uh, ways that we can provide um, and support people um, being safe either in the situation that they're in or better yet in their leaving of that situation. So doing safety planning, providing resources to frontline service providers who, you know, day in and day out with not enough resources are trying to support um, mostly women um, and other folks who are living with intimate partner violence. And we know that, you know, here we are back to the housing problem, right? So much of this is, is, is intersected with the lack right. of available and affordable housing. And so, you know, that's, we know our shelters are full. We, we are putting people in, you know, less than ideal situations because there's no more space in the shelters in yeah. many of the pro- cities across cities and, and rural jurisdictions across the province. And once they're in the shelter, we don't have good options for them um, to find adequate, right. safe and affordable housing. And so, you know, that housing issue, again, cuts right through this. It's, it's absolutely, um, we can't be overly focused on the criminal code because by the time we're talking about charges, yeah. it's too yeah, late. It's, you know, the, the violence has happened. And, and in some cases, right. someone's lost their life. I'm going to run out of time and they'll cut us <laughs> off because it's a clock that I'm up against. Kristen, <laughs> we'll continue talking about it because I, I can't do justice to this in eight minutes. And I know more recommendations are coming from the Mass Casualty Commission. So I appreciate it. That's right. Thank you so much, Alex. Appreciate the time on this. Appreciate it.